someone asked me, they're like, is that a guy or a girl or a trans? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, so yes to what? Guy, girl, or a trans? And I was like, you oh so my stupid, God. my guy. Welcome back to Queer Talk, the number one podcast to connect you to all of your favorite queer creators and the space where we share our stories on all things queer related. And guys, I am doing this intro afterward because we didn't even do this intro. We just like got into conversation, which I love. Um, so please welcome Sid at Sid's Lifting Face on TikTok. What are your preferred pronouns? Literally anything as long as you're nice to me. I don't care. Not it. I get that a lot. Terrible. Really. Yeah, very, very Fucking. bad. Well, you get people, you get like straight dudes. I've seen a lot of your stuff where you're literally doing videos specifically for like cis hetero dudes. I, that was one of the bigger mistakes I've made, to be honest. Not really. I, I, I don't mean that like seriously, but it's hurt views because I get reported a lot by them because they're butt hurt. Not that I care about views, but like if I'm if I'm like doing a tutorial or like educational purposes, like I want people to see it. It's it's the, the like how much you care versus the do you care about other things? You know what I mean? Like you see like someone who wants to truly like help people and like spread as much, so like spread <laughs> the word the as much, you know? So like views, yeah, like they're it's hitting more people. Yeah, here's the thing, <laughs> and I'm gonna say this. And I hope my mom doesn't fucking listen to this. Uh, my mom stopped listening, so I'm glad she did because it got lady. it got real, real sexual, real fast. This podcast. Um, so. I do what I do because selfishly, I would like to be responsible for as many women's orgasms in my life as possible. Purely selfish. I really don't care about the men I'm trying to help. It's for their girlfriends, and that's it. Like, so they come to you in their DMs, and they're like, Sid. Like, this guy is obsessed with your videos, and, like, I started watching them, and, like, I'm obsessed, too. And I'm also <laughs> in Canada. Did we meet up? Is this a fantasy of yours? No, no. Literally, I just want, I just think that straight girls deserve better. Like, girls that sleep with cis men deserve better. They do. And that's, that's it. Like, I just want them to have better. It's already a curse that you are attracted to that section of humanity. You might as well get good sex out of it while you're there. True. Sorry. And a lot of there are a few of you that I love, but not many. And some of you are thin fucking ice. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> thin fucking ice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel like I've heard that a lot. And because I, I do have like quite a bit of like straight female friends and like that type of shit. And, and, and just like my experiences, like I did date and fuck men. This, ugh, I, you know what? I, I don't want to say that I regret it because I'm glad that it happened because it's a part of my person and whatever. But oh my god, like just the fucking like everything like in your videos, like the, you know, the intensity and going too fat and like all that shit is like so real. It's so real. Thank you. So I had someone come into one of my lives the other day, and say, "Why are you posing as an expert? You're not even built like a top." What and I was fuck? just like, I don't know if you are a baby gay or a full grown man, but either way, you are what is wrong with the people I'm talking to. Yeah. Because there is no body type. There is no person type. It's literally just like, do you want to make this person feel good? And are you willing to like take criticism, take notes, learn and be better? Like throw your ego out the fucking window. Like that's, it's just. Don't say that to me. Tops that and has bottoms, nothing to do with anything. Tops and bottoms or pre preferences in the bedroom only. That is just exactly, that's that what it is. Tops, bottoms, switches, preferences in the bedroom. 
Okay, so I want to talk about this, and thank you for saying that, because there are two mm-hmm. things about this that are super-duper bothering me, okay? The first is people using the word switch incorrectly. I came to TikTok thinking I knew what I was prepared for. Yeah. But the baby gays threw me for a new one, because the word switch has been used to mean something else for decades. Top, bottom, and verse traditionally are used for, like, giving and receiving pleasure. Mm-hmm. and dom sub and switch have been used for the power dynamic and they're two very yes. different things they yes. have nothing to do with each other and they're both very important to communicate right yeah so somebody will dm me and be like i'm a switch and i'm like but how do you mean that because like i'm yeah. a switch too but i'm also a touch me not yeah so like i don't want to i don't want to tell someone i'm a switch because i am and then yeah. have them think that they have consent to touch me you know what i mean yeah and i feel like i mistake switch a lot in terms of that because like I I always, like, before getting on TikTok, I thought, like, verses and switches were specifically for gay men. Like, pitching and catching, that kind of thing. I didn't realize Mm. that there was the switch meant dom-sub switch, and that's a completely different thing, because that's just, like, who wants to be dominant, who wants to be submissive, and who likes a little, like, mix of both. Until, and then I was like, oh, so verse is what's preferences in the bedroom, and switch is, like, along the same vein of, like, either or, but it's with whether you want to be dominant or submissive. Crazy. Yeah, it's literally just, like, I feel like a lot of the babies need to hear this. It's literally just, like, top, bottom, verse is literally just giving and receiving pleasure, right? Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with your personality, who you are, but it is a real thing. It is important to, like, listen when someone tells you that, because... At the least serious point, if you ignore someone or you like kind of erase those labels, what you're doing is ignoring them stating a preference, which is never a good idea in terms of sex. Like, like they're telling you, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a top, right? So don't come to me if you're trying to like get me in the mood. Don't come to me and tell me you want to touch me because like, yeah, the part, the part of sex that's enjoyable for me is making other people feel good. Yeah. Right. So that's why I'm communicating that to you. But at the in the in the most serious situation, you're ignoring a boundary and you're normalizing completely walking over the lines people draw and consent and like pressuring people into doing things they don't want to because you don't understand why they feel the way they do. And it also comes from ego, I feel like, and ego and insecurity. Like if you're someone and you're trying to make them feel good and trying to control the situation because you're like, I want to do this, but they don't want to do that, but you think that they should or would or you want that that's how you had it played out in your head you're not thinking about mm-hmm. wanting to do what they want to do that's the whole fucking point whole fucking exactly point. you know what i mean it's not that people don't do both it's that they have a preference or they have a boundary yeah and they're comfortable enough and 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 us as queer people and like mo- majority i'm sure of your listeners are, are women aligned in some way yeah being raised in a society where we're not like encouraged to express our preferences or boundaries and then within the queer community like shaming people for doing so it's just not healthy behavior and like we should be supporting each other and listening to each other and trying to understand each other's experiences you know yep I completely agree another thing that I saw on your videos is the whole thing about like that consent isn't sexy and someone was saying that consent isn't sexy yeah like what the fuck specifically that asking for consent ruins the mood no it doesn't that was, and I, I heard that. I was like, you've clearly never had a woman tell you she wants to fuck you. That is the hottest thing. It's that- probably the best thing that's, <laughs> that ever happens. <laughs> or like asking someone what they want and having them answer you honestly. Like, yeah, there's so many ways to go about it. And the fact that you don't know what you're doing, Kyle, is not my problem, but you need to do it. And it takes yeah. practice to like make it hot, I guess. But, but 
yeah. it's got to be done. It's got to be done. There's no, you don't have a choice. I wonder if like they're worried about like rejection. If they ask for consent and they get rejection. I wonder if like they're like, that's like a fear of theirs. If someone's like, can I, you know, whatever, can I come in or can I, you know, kiss you? And they're just like, no, <laughs> then, then it's all over. If that's something you are worried about, you should not be involved with that person physically. If in the back of your mind, you're like, they don't actually want this. Yeah. Why are you going through with it? First of all, why is that fun for you? Who wants to do, who wants to do anything physical with someone who doesn't want to do it? Like that's first of Fucking all, a crime. And a literal people and people who want control yeah. and domination and they don't want a relationship or a collaborative sexual experience. Shitty people. Right. If if you're if you're worried that asking will will not give you the answer that you want, you have to ask. That's it. Exactly, exactly. I will say this is one thing that I've like learned about myself like pretty recently. Mm -hmm. Like when, if I have someone that it's like instant sexual chemistry with and mm -hmm. nothing else is built, like mm -hmm. there's no mentally, you know, no mental, no emotional, mm -hmm. it never goes anywhere. It doesn't turn into a relationship, yeah. doesn't turn into a friendship. But the people that I have actually like gotten to know before like fucking them mm -hmm. they have either turned into friendships or relationships mm -hmm. it, that's you fuck it. your friends no lesbian no <laughs> i swear no 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 i mean like how many of your friends have you had sex with no. <laughs> honestly i i don't have i don't have sex with friends acquaintances yes that's friends, not what no. i asked you how many of your friends have you had sex with how many of the people you are friends with now have you had sex with in the past three <laughs> okay cool but none of like none of my none of my tiktok friends i have literally none of my tiktok or uh yeah none of the friends that i like am in a group with i yeah. i've stayed away from that i'm not sure where you but i was meaning like not my like friends that i've like known in my real life but like that i've been on tinder dates with and stuff like that so it was like mm -hmm. going somewhere romantic gotcha. and then we're like nah but like we kept as friends because we actually fucking liked each other gotcha. and outside of that is what I guess what I'm saying. That plays um, a lot into like when people ask me um, how to not catch feelings because I get that a lot. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, first of all, I always, always, always communicate beforehand that all I want is sex. Yeah. I'm literally just like, I just want you for your body and nothing else. Is that okay with you? And if they say no, then nothing happens and we can be friends. <clears throat> yeah. But if they say yes, then it's like two consenting adults who know exactly what the limits and boundaries are. And it's perfect. But if I'm just sleeping with you, I don't want to know anything about you. I don't want to get to know you. I don't yeah. want to bond with you. Like, I don't want to know anything about you that could make me like you. That's how you don't catch feelings. That's it. People, people will be like, well, I'm like casually sleeping with this person, but like also I slept over and like we watch movies together and like we go hang out. Sometimes I'm like, that's why you catch feelings because there's like mm -hmm. the chemical reaction that is like the physical stuff. And then you have like emotional support at the same time. Like, how are you not going to catch feelings? That equals feelings. Yeah. So yep. just, just like, don't get involved. Sex get naked, plus. but don't get involved. That's my advice. I think there is something to say though about like, the way fake intimacy comes about like if someone's not having those boundaries in their head to where they're just like oh i'm just gonna like fuck and i'm not you know if mm -hmm. you have that prep i feel like in your brain like if you if you do sleep with someone on like the first date or like you you know have like a one night or shit like that it creates fake intimacy i feel like it creates fake intimacy because you're getting it does, know. but if you're in like a if you're in a date scenario 
you already have established that you have romantic, the capacity to at least have romantic feelings for that person. Yeah. Because you're going on a date with them. You're not, it's not a casual one-off hookup. You're going on a date True. with them. True. So I, I don't sleep with people like that. Like for me personally, friendship, romantic, and sexual feelings are all three very separate things. Yeah. And I rarely experience two of them for the same person. Gotcha. Yeah. I need to learn from you. <laughs> <laughs> you have such strict like in box and box and box and like it's so organized and I like envy that because my life is pretty organized but that my (laughs) (laughs) that type of my that portion of my life is so fucking it's a shit show it's not on purpose it has a lot to do with me being on the spectrum to be honest Mm -hmm. because if I don't know where I stand with someone I have anxiety all the time because I won't get the little intonations and what they're saying to me and the way they Mm -hmm. behave Mm-hmm. Like that shit all goes over my head. And the other thing is that when somebody establishes what kind of relationship I have with them, it's very hard for me to see them any other way. So like I have a friend, she's also a TikToker and uh, I, she was one of the first people I ever followed and I had a big crush on her and I was like, she's very, very attractive and I was really attracted to her. And so I like was in her comments. I slid into her DMs. Like yeah. she added me on Snapchat and was oh. like, and, and I thought she was flirting with me. And then I went on her Instagram and I saw like a couple scrolls down that she had a boyfriend. And oh. I was like, do you or do you not have a boyfriend? And she was like, yeah, I thought we were just joking. So when we, she said that to me, I was like, friendship. Yep. I was like, you and I are friends. Yep. And then a couple weeks later, she was like, by the way, I talked to my boyfriend and we've like opened up our relationship to me being allowed to like casually interact with other girls, like flirt, hook up with. Gotcha. And, so, and then she started flirting with me like mad, like she yeah. was all over me. And yeah. I normally, I would have loved that, but it made me panic because I was like, no, like this is my friend. Like, yeah. Cause you already it. put her in that box of friendship. Exactly. You, is it hard for you to switch that? Like almost if, impossible, if, okay. almost impossible. Like okay. once you have established that you want to be my friend, yeah. it's really hard for me to see you any other way. Gotcha. And I told her that and I was like, you ruined everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you ruined, ruined it. everything. I absolutely would have done exactly what she wanted from me yeah. if she had just not gone to the friend place because yeah. like, and it's not like on purpose. I'm not like friend zoning people. It's just like, yeah, I don't sleep with my friends. I don't date my friends. And that's and messy. I think, yeah. I think that's messy. And I think that's probably good that you didn't, that you weren't able to switch her back or choose to switch her back to that because yeah. like, cause she reached out to you even though she wasn't single and then and then she pulled back and then she started going mass because she was like oh like I have permission now yeah I have permission now so like that's just some messy ass shit that you don't need to deal with and I think that you know being on the spectrum is a superpower to be able to do that and and because all of that it cuts through the bullshit because that stuff is bullshit in the end so regardless if you can pick up on it or not I think it doesn't matter you know it's like life a little bit complicated to be honest because it's sometimes hard to like fully comprehend someone's intentions with you. Yeah. Which, which does change someone's actions, like which does change the way someone's actions speak. Yeah. Gotcha. It's very, very important. And it's really, really hard. It's like, it's like speaking three different languages, but mm-hmm. I can't translate from them from each other. Right. Yeah. So if I have a really, really good friend who then decides they're into me, I don't know how to speak that love language to them because yeah. they're my friend. So yeah. I, they are speaking friend to me. That's it. And I definitely admire people who are straightforward and people who can just cut through that stuff and just be like, honesty right here, like, don't play games. Like, yeah. that's, 
that stuff is is amazing and like because i i hate that i don't like playing games i i don't feel myself when i have dated people who i felt like were doing that yeah because it's manipulation and 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 stuff like that and so but i've i've done that where i've gone outside of myself not my true self because i thought that that's where i needed to be to get what i needed to get whether that was you know, validation or, mm-hmm. or love or something like that, because I thought that it was something that was for me mm-hmm. and it never worked out and never mm-hmm. worked out. And I'm like, Oh, and, and I don't know if you feel this way too, but like, I just don't like, I'm just not a fan of mysterious girls. I don't think nobody's mysterious. Like everyone right. is the same person. I, I fucking hate when, and, and I do, I, and I think it's along the same vein of like that one dimensional, like you don't really know this person and, yeah. and that kind of thing. Like we, we're all babies of shit and need and poop and cry. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're correct. For sure, but I like mysterious girls. I like you do? Me- I like girls who are mean to me. I really do. There's something about <laughs> it that I just am like, yes, please. Yes. Also, thank you. So, like, if you're a bitch, but, like, I find you physically attractive, and I don't know what makes yeah. you a bitch. I don't know if you're a yeah. terrible person or if you're just cranky. Yeah. That is my type. Like, like Maze from Lucifer. Like, like- she is the epitome of sexy to me. Like, like type to date or type no, to just no, no, fuck no, and have just casual a, sex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. 100%. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Like, you can't date someone who's rude to people. Like, that's just... Well, no. Like, but I... I that is fun. fun with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it's completely fun. Like, I was... I guess like, I was yeah. meeting dating. I was meeting dating. Oh, sorry. I don't... Yeah. I don't really yeah. date, so, like, that will never be, like, my instinct. I literally yeah. just, like, either fuck around or get married. Like, that's it. <laughs> I've been on, I've been one, on the one other. real date in my entire life, and that's So, it. so what's wifey, then? What, what is wifey, partner, what do they, what do they look like if they're not bitches that are being to you? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, I have been in one real relationship in my entire life. She was, she just, someone who just really cares. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, that's really, if you're, if you're nice to me when you need to be and you're mean to me when you need to be, but you like care about me the whole time, that's what I need. Ooh, okay. I get it. I get it. it. So that you can, so someone who can riff with you, um, roast you. Roast the flirt ratio. Exactly. But we'll cuddle with you after. Yes, please. Also, Ah! like, if you can't be the big spoon, it's not going to work out. Oh, (laughs) exposing yourself as little spoon. It's not even exposing. Who doesn't like to be held? You know what I, I know. mean? That's like, what I'm just... saying. That's what I'm fucking saying. I love being Little Spoon. I am a proud Little Spooner. Because guess what? When I fuck the shit out of you, I want you to hold me. Is that okay? I did a lot of hard work. I'm sweaty. I want to be held. Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, but that's one of the problems with toxic masculinity in the community, that you're just missing out. Like, aside from the fact that it's, like, really stupid and makes you look dumb and can, like, alienate people from the community, like, you're literally just missing out on all the good things. Yeah. Like, being held by a pretty girl. And there is such a thing as you can be a submissive top. You know what I mean? That's me. Like, yeah. Isn't that, isn't it, like, I like, I mean, I feel like. with each other. Yeah. And it also has nothing to do with, like, your masculinity or femininity. Like, the power dynamic, your mm-hmm. gender expression, and, mm-hmm. like, your preference for giving or receiving are all completely separate entities, and people tend to use them interchangeably. Yeah. And that is crazy to me. I'm masked. Yeah. I'm also submissive, and I'm also a touch-me-not. And those... Yeah. I'm not even masked. I'm, like, chaotically gender-fluid. But... Yeah. 
um, those three things have nothing to do with each other, but they're all true. Like I have a friend who's a femme switch verse. You can, you can do both or like yeah. a dom, a dom mask top, like no, yeah. dom femme top. Like it just is. You could be, yeah, you could be a dominant masculine pillow princess and it still makes sense. And I, when you're saying these things, I like think about it for a second and like I picture it and I'm like, uh-huh, yep. Because it's and true. Then I'm like, uh-huh, it's like, yep. The power dynamic is either if you're dominant, you like being in charge. If you're submissive, you like when your partner's in charge. Yep. If you're a top, you like to give. If you're a bottom, you like to receive. Yep. And top and bottom don't necessarily mean that's all you want to do, but it's like yep. the good part of it for you. It's what gets you. It's what gets you about it. That's and what, crazy, it yeah. can change. It can change. Your preferences can change however nuanced they are. They yeah. change with each experience, new experience that you have, whether it's with partner you've previously been with or yeah. a new partner or a new relationship, like whatever the fuck, your, your stuff can change over time. Like it can oh. change. And for some people it can't, and that's okay too. And the yeah. other thing is that you don't owe that information to anyone except for who you're sleeping with. Yeah. Like you don't have to walk around and be like, I'm a top if you don't want to. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have a podcast where you talk about it intimately with uh, <laughs> people that you just met either. <laughs> That is also true, but I feel like you're speaking on personal experience right now for some reason. So like, I, don't I always know. speak from personal experience. <laughs> I, 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 I can't not speak from personal experience. I was making a joke feels, about you're the only one here with a podcast. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. Like I was like, fuck yeah, I fucking speak with, what do you think I'm lying on this podcast? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I am. I am. I do that. And that's the thing is that people make too big a deal of it. They put labels on it. They're like, uh, if you can't drive, you're a bottom, which I think is very funny because most of my friends who are bottoms can't drive. But it's, it's it's more literally just like telling people how to interact with you if they want to get with you. Yeah. And you don't owe that information if you don't want that. And it's stupid that people are like, both people are like, that doesn't exist. And that people are also like, this is everything. Mm -hmm. I will make jokes about being a top. I will make jokes about people being bottoms. I will, yeah. I will do all that shit because it's funny. Yeah. But I know there's no truth to it. Exactly. It's funny. Well, I feel like there, oh, there are kernels of truth to some things. You know what I mean? You can like, say that, but at the end of the everything. day, like just because you prefer to fuck than be fucked doesn't make you good at math. Well, like, yeah, yeah exactly. It, but I think it's like, like you said, like your friends who like aren't very good at driving and happen to be bottoms. Like they, they don't, they're not cause and effect. It just, it just happens to be that way. And so yeah. if it happens to be that way, then it's like, yeah. oh, we'll, we'll say like, this like one archetype about them, but it's yeah. not actually truthful, but it's true to that specific situation. So it's funny. Right. It's like, it's like all bisexuals drink iced coffee. Like, no, there are bisexuals who don't drink iced coffee, yeah. but like all of my friends who are bisexual happen to love iced coffee. And it's just, yeah. so it and I love that for that them. situation. It's not always, so it's fun. I think it's fun when you take it lightheartedly and you're yeah. like, oh my God, like I fucking go to Lowe's all the time or I go yeah. to Lowe's all the time. Like, no, nah, I love to build furniture. Like, I think it's fun because it connects you to the community. Yes. But I it's think a joke we're all in on. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah. But I think I, and it's hard. It's kind of like people who are trying to be do stand up like comedy and not trying to piss people off. Like yeah. at one point, can you have fun in the stereotypes? And then at one point, does it become offensive? It's, and it's yeah. It's in in my personal opinion, what I've experienced <laughs> is mostly with the younger people in the community who don't quite understand like that these labels aren't everything that they yeah. don't mean what you think they mean. The fact that they use the word switch wrong 
will irritate me to no end. But That's the fine. fact that you think being a t- like whether or not you like to rail or get railed defines you as a person it does not it doesn't make any sense what you like in the bedroom has nothing to do with who you are outside of it and i think that just comes from lack of experience when you have people who are still in high school and you have not uh, traveled and gone outside and like they don't have jobs and like they're not (laughs) like they're they're like still like babies i don't don't know i'm always talking about babies on this episode but like yeah sure you want to say or like they're children i don't want to like talk negatively about them i don't want to like make it sound like we're hating on the baby gays because honestly no. i love baby gays no it's just that, not like, at all. the thing is that they are probably the majority on this platform yeah so they're the ones spreading information that they don't really understand and i think that's where a yeah. lot of this miscommunication comes from and they're ingesting some of the stuff that i feel like you know like because sometimes i think about it if i do like am i talking way too much about stereotypes like is it a, it does it crossover well because mm-hmm. I don't want to be someone who perpetuates negative stereotypes I don't want to do that and there's no like, reason these stereotypes have to be negative like they can literally just be a funny joke like yeah. that's it like all gay men listen to Whitney Houston like yeah. obviously they don't but like Whitney yeah. Houston fucking slaps and everyone knows it yeah and who and has better taste than gay men that's all I'm saying like I know right <laughs> um I just think in the, and I would never talk bad about like baby gays everyone's been one everyone's been one you know what yeah. I mean like, yeah. it, it, I was it, stupid. There's, I was it, so stupid. Yeah, there's, I mean, because there's lack of information. And, and the, with time, like, they'll figure it out and experience. Mm-hmm. And as everyone does. So, yeah. like, to not, to not have the information doesn't mean that they're less than. It just, they're, they're younger. They, they're course. a little, maybe a little more mistakes. naive. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the one thing that people always ask me. And they're like, well, how do you know what you're talking about? First of all, because a lot of the dudes are not aware that, like, I am a lesbian because uh-huh. they think I'm a whole man. Yeah. And they'll be like, how do you know what you're talking about? I'm like, cause I've been on both ends, my guy. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> my guy. My guy. The, for the most part, like the reason that like people, I, I've known a lot for like giving relationship advice and sex advice and shit like that is because I have a lot of experience, especially in terms of sex, not so much in terms of relationships, but with experience comes first of all, practice. Mm-hmm. And second of all, mistakes on top of mistakes on top of mistakes Yeah, that yeah. I have learned to correct. And yeah. that is the only reason I know what to do is because I've done everything you shouldn't do. That's it. Like, I don't think I'm better than anyone. I'm literally just like, because I get that a lot. They're like, why do you think you know what you're talking about? Why do you think you're so smart? Like, you really think you're so good in bed? I'm like, first of all, I have references. I can call them if you want. But second of all... <laughs> do you want to see my references? You- I have a resume. <laughs> but second of all, it's just... I have fucked up so many times that I literally just, in almost every situation, I know exactly what not to do to make it the worst it could possibly be. And that's yeah. it. You got to learn from your mistakes. If you don't yeah. learn from your mistakes, then like, you're not going to grow. You're not going to become a better person. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, dead. that's like, why, I just, yeah, I talk about my experiences on this podcast because I feel like it can help people. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. I, and I like to, and it's, it is a form of processing for me as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I have something that happens to me and I talk about it on here because I feel like it could help people and mm-hmm. I feel like it could help relate, you know, and mm-hmm. it's an outlet. So yeah, I love, I love doing that shit. I love like, you don't have to be an expert. People think you have to be an expert to make, you know, a content, you know, like mm-hmm. you have to know exactly, and you don't, that's the whole no. fucking point. It's the best yeah. part of it. I don't know everything and yeah. I don't presume to know everything and I put myself I give unqualified advice. You know what I mean? Like yeah. ooh, a listener submit a question. And I say it's unqualified. You know what I mean? I'm not a licensed therapist. I just yeah. 
life experience yeah. and I share what I've learned and, and shit like that. And like, yeah. I hope that it helps people. I've had people from my past that have like listened to episodes and they're like, I prefer if you, you know, didn't uh, put this on here. And I'm like, I have not referenced you or anything about you. Mm-hmm. There's no way this will get back to you. I would never do that. It's nothing malicious, but I'm mm-hmm. going to speak about my experiences on here. And if you don't like the narrative, don't fucking listen. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking shit. I'm literally speaking from my experience because I feel like it'll help people. And you fucking knew that I had this. Like, you knew. Yeah. You knew what was going to happen. You did it. You did it, motherfucker. Like, you shouldn't do shit that you don't want people to talk about. You know, there's no way that it'll get back to, to you. And I don't care. Like, I, I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not doing that to, to do anything. I'm, you know, it's for me and it's for the listeners. So, like, fucking don't listen. Sure. <laughs> Don't fucking listen. Right. And that's the other thing is people be like, people be like, well, I don't like you're a touch me not. Like everyone should be a switch. I'm like, okay, then don't have sex with me. Yeah. That's literally why I say yeah. it is so that you can know beforehand whether or not you want to get involved with me. Because yeah. if you are the kind of person who needs to touch someone else during sex, yeah. you, first of all, it shouldn't not make sense to you that that's how I feel. But yeah. second of all, we don't work. And that's okay. We yeah. can date because sex isn't everything about relationships. We yeah. can be friends, but we should not have sex because we have no chemistry. Like that we, our preferences don't add up. True. And that's literally the whole entire and only point. Yeah. Well, you could date without having sex too. I mean, and there's yes, a whole spectrum of, you know, asexual to sexual. And even if you don't even like, even if you are a sexual person, you could still date someone and then not be sexually oriented. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, if, that's, only, if that's what you, if you don't need it, you know what I mean? So. I've only ever slept with one person I've ever dated. I'm telling you, they don't intermingle. Like romantic, sexual, and platonic yeah. relationships for me are all completely separate. And that's okay. Because I'm okay with it. The other person's okay with it. So it doesn't matter. And yeah. nobody else should get to have an opinion on that, first of all. But second True. of all, like whatever works for you, communicate your preferences and be open to listening to other people's and if you either don't understand um, or don't agree, don't have sex with them. That's yeah. it. They're not yep. a bad person. They're not wrong. They know way more about themselves than you do. And you don't have to sleep with them if what they like doesn't make sense to you. That's True. it. You have to stop wondering if you're gay for sin. You are. That's it. <laughs> I actually got to use my own sound the other day. And it was yeah? delightful. Yeah, because I made a spam account and I got... Uh, some, someone asked me, they're like, is that a guy or a girl or a trans? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just so vague. Yes. Yes. All of it. Right. None of it. Does it and, even exist? Yes, Do we exist? The- <laughs> what is existing? What is it? And everyone got mad at me for not using my own goddamn sound because that was why I made it. So then I had to go make another one. But yeah. But then they asked the same question. So they were like, so yes to what? Guy, girl, or a trans? And I was like, I can use oh this with my guy. My guy, my guy. That's the worst part about those is that I can't tell if they're trying really hard to be inclusive and failing or if they're trying to be a dick and succeeding. Sometimes I can't either. And I, that's sometimes like I will check like a comment if it's someone that regularly comments and it's like good stuff. I usually like it if I can't really tell about the comment. But mm-hmm. if it's somebody that I don't know mm-hmm. and I can't tell, I like just won't like it or like I'll, de- like, I'll delete it if it's like very ambiguous. Because I'm not I, like, uh, the either. other day I had someone, uh, I've been talking a lot about like weight and body image on my like side account um, yeah. a lot. And uh, I had, I responded to someone's comment who, and there were a whole bunch of comments in there and w- this person felt very attacked by something someone had said, but I read the comment and I was like, 
this person isn't attacking you. And I didn't want that person to like write something that they were going to regret later or like be upset. So I just deleted it. Yeah. And people get mad at me for that sometimes. They'll be like, you deleted my comment. And I'm like, it's my video. I didn't want it on there. Like, I didn't think it was going to do me or you any favors. So delete it. Sorry. That's it. Yeah. You've been posting, you posted like a couple things mm-hmm. and done some stitches about people who have talked about and been like biphobic and, and shit like that. Um, tell me a little bit about that. I was not pleased with some of the response I got to that because people were like, this isn't technically biphobia. And I was like, if mm. you think that's what the problem is, then you're not paying attention. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to call someone a bigot or like a prejudiced jackass or a bad person. That's not what this is. All right. People have their preferences. It's really stupid that the only thing you care about in terms of like getting involved with someone is who else they might like. That to me makes no fucking sense whatsoever. But if that does happen to be how you feel, whether or not it's biphobic technically isn't the problem. Shut up. Yeah. You don't need to be very loudly and publicly dragging down an entire section of our community, the biggest section of our community. Yeah. For no reason other than this is what I prefer. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody asked. Like the bisexual, I don't, I'm not friends with any lesbians. Okay. Like all of my friends are bisexual women. And yeah. I, I, I gotta tell you, there's like, there's something different about the way bisexual women love. It just hits different. Like, mm-hmm. especially for me as like a gender fluid person, like if I wake up one day and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a boy, like I'm a whole boy. Like nobody has ever showed me the kind of love that a bisexual woman has showed me. And yeah. that's just a fact. Yeah. And like, The fact of the matter is that, like, there are so many people whose light shines brighter because you and your love exist. So Mm -hmm. bisexuals deserve to know and feel that, first of all. But second of all, if you think that your opinion and, like, making your opinion very, very loud is more important than helping the biggest portion of our community feel safe and comfortable and welcomed, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yep. It's insecurity. Yeah. You know? Like the whole thing like about, oh, like if you're a a lesbian who only dates women who are lesbians or whatever, and you're like, oh, I could never date a bisexual, like someone who's into men, like wherever if it's because it's because they're with men and it's disgusting or because it's, there's too much option and like, oh, they might go back. That's psychotic. It's psychotic because it's like, if they go back, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're a woman. It has nothing to do with the fact that like, they aren't as gay, you know? And so they're like, oh, they they weren't really gay or or blah, 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 because maybe they were with a a man before and then they were with you and then they were with another man. It has nothing to do with that. It's a universal experience to date someone who ends up not liking you back. Like that's why we have dating. Not yeah. every relationship ends in marriage, and that's for a reason. Yeah. And sexuality does not play into that, because if that person yeah. liked you enough from the beginning to get involved with you, they just realize that they don't like you. It's got nothing to do with, like... That's the scary part, though. I think that's the point of insecurity, you know? You just that's want the point to of blame insecurity. it on, but, like, go to therapy, Linda. <laughs> like, you don't need to parade your bullshit <laughs> around and make people feel like they don't belong. Yeah, it's, it's insecurity. And I think it's funny, because, like... If, if someone is bisexual, they, they do have more option. And they chose you. They chose you! They could be with you literally anyone. <laughs> and you have the audacity to be offended by that. Yeah, yeah. You have the, uh, go to bed. Yeah. Take a seat. Relax. Take a bubble bath. And just 
reconsider your point of view because yeah. you should be so fucking grateful to be in that person's life. And yep. the other thing is that so many, so many of the lesbians who say this bullshit regularly get involved with straight girls. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, chase. you can't have chase. it both ways. You can't say you don't want girls who date boys. That's so stupid. You that want the chase. So they want the chase. Because, they want, like, they whether, want to say, oh, yeah. you know, I turned them gay. First of all, the they were they were already they yeah. were already some some sort of gay. They were already on the spectrum, babe. Like yeah. they wouldn't have fucked you if they didn't think so. Or they maybe wanted an experience and they wanted to try it out, which is so fine. Or maybe you they know? are straight and they just liked you. Like yeah, that's I just the like thing. You. Like like if I there has been one man in my entire life that I have been attracted to physically. One man, and yeah. it was for maybe thirty seconds. I <laughs> and I remember feeling it and be like, oh. That's what this is supposed to be like because I hadn't realized I was into girls at that point. Yeah. And I, but I had never actually felt attraction towards a man. And then it yeah. happened once and I was just like, whoa, that's what it's about. I'm not bi. I don't like yeah. men. Yeah. But like for 30 seconds, I was just like, I am physically attracted to this man. That yeah. was, I was like 17. It doesn't count. But if you are attracted to me, if you love me, if you're into yeah. me, if you want to be with me, why the fuck do I care about who else you're into? Yeah. I would say, I would, I would disagree with you. I would say that it did count just because it doesn't mean that it, you are into men. It could have been, you know, even if it, and even if it was just for 30 seconds, like it, it happened. You know what I mean? It, like, sorry. It doesn't not count. It's more just like, I don't value it. I don't like, like yeah. it doesn't, it has no impact on how I define myself or relate oh, to yeah. my sexuality. Oh yeah. Like I, I mean, have no, yeah, I have no doubt in my mind that any, under like the right circumstances, I could be attracted to literally anyone, but they'd have to be like, the right circumstances yeah. but I don't say that I'm bisexual or pansexual yeah. because the way I label myself is to direct attention to myself from the people I want which yeah. is girls yeah I'm like I'm a lesbian I don't owe like a complex um rundown of my sexuality and gender no, identity to all. any old folk I see on the street I'm, like, I'm a lesbian because I want girls who like girls to be into me that's yeah. it that's me what labels are that's it I've definitely been attracted to men though. Like I've, I, I, you know, I've had that, you know, high school love or whatever. Like I did, like I did feel those feelings, but the, the feelings that I felt for women were so much stronger yeah. once I had the experience to where I was like, okay, that was like, that was some weak shit. This is like way more. It's about what you feel, not how other people are going to classify you. Like I just said that. And there are going to be people listening to this who are like, well, technically they're bisexual. And I'm going to be like, but I'm not. Yeah. But, but I'm not like under the, like when I say under the right circumstances, I mean, like I would have to probably be like two days before my period. And it would probably have to be like Michael B. Jordan, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and maybe one day in like 35 years when we're both <laughs> old people and I realize that I've never had this experience and maybe like, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. That doesn't make me attracted to men. I think that just makes me down for a good time. <laughs> no, I get it. I think some of that shit's primal though, because every once in a while I'll have a dream and this is like when I'm like ovulating. It has to, it has to be ovulating yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it has nothing to do with any emotion or any dating. It's like, I, and I have one specific dream that happened <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? It was literally like, I'm at a theme park. I'm behind a ride. And I'm getting fucked by this dude, and then I wake. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> that's, not, that's nuts, and it's yeah. nuts. and I and I woke up and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I 
I was like, that would never happen. First of all, I would never be railed by a dude. Let's, yeah. let's start there. <laughs> if anything, I would be pegging the shit out of him. <laughs> I know. Have you ever pegged a man, Brie? No, I haven't. Fuck. I haven't. I had high hopes for you. I kind of wish that I did before before I like stopped dating them. I, you still I wish can. I would have had still that. hope for you. you I just don't know if I have it in me. I I feel like yeah. maybe if when I out of anger and frustration of not being able to come out and be who I am, I just fucking peg a dude. Just yeah. Fucking you know do it. Yeah. But it. I think that that time has passed for me. I don't. I don't see myself engaging with them in any shape or form at all. But. It is funny when I get those dreams because I wake up and it immediately when I wake up, I start thinking about a woman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, like I'm yeah. like turned on and then I was like, ooh, and then I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So it's so primal though. And I've heard that. I've heard, I've heard lesbians and yeah. people who prefer like, women talk about that. So. And scientifically, like everyone is bisexual. Like everyone has the capability and capacity to be attracted to yeah. anyone with any either gender identity or genitalia yep regardless it's all a social construct and it's all, it's all and, and, and what you're attracted to is based on shit from like your experiences in childhood like it's so crazy and that's why stuff changes when you start like realizing more of like who you are and like all of these different constructs and then you're like oh well, i don't have to adhere to that or or that kind of thing and then it kind of opens you up to maybe be attracted to other people you wouldn't normally be attracted to and yeah. that becomes your new normal it's like a whole yeah. thing and nothing is solid. Everything is fluid and constantly moving and constantly changing. And you don't have to be afraid of that is all I'm saying. Don't be afraid of change. Mm-hmm. And don't put yourself in, in, a, in a box that you feel like can't. I feel like some people, yeah. if they assert themselves as a top and then they decide that they're not or, yeah. they, or they're averse. You know what I mean? And then they're like, oh, my God, imposter syndrome. So yeah. it's easier just to stick with it because it's like, well, I've already asserted that I'm this. Now I'm asserting that I'm not. Now I look not credible. I feel that in my bones. Yeah. Because I have been a touch me not since I started sleeping with girls. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason. Like, it's just, it's just yeah. never been what appealed to me about yeah. sex. And then I got into a relationship and I fell in love with someone and I got comfortable with them. And I was like, this is something I'd be willing to do. This is something I'd be willing yeah. to try. And I did. And I enjoyed myself. Yeah. And I still say I'm a touch me not. not yeah. I think people are too closely putting it too close to like who they are as a person. Yeah. And that's never a good thing because those things change. Like, and I'm not just saying that in terms of like things in a relationship, but just things in general. Like, I, I, I think I knew you, we were a basketball player, right? Or soccer, hockey, soccer, power lifter. I don't know why I thought Olympic basketball. Weightlifting, never but basketball. you were an athlete. Okay. So yes. you're an athlete. <laughs> yes. But yes, like, yes, let's yes. say like for me, I was a soccer player too. And I, I was good. I played in college, all that mm-hmm. shit. And I was such a part of my identity. Mm-hmm. I decided to quit. It was probably the hardest thing I ever did because mm. it was a part of my identity. I was always a soccer player. I was always an academic, blah, blah, blah. And mm. that shit ends. So mm. if that's a part of your identity, it's going to be really fucking hard to, to transition out of it um, and it not just be a thing that you did. Yeah. Like, it, it, and it can be anything. If you define any, like, uh, if you define yourself as a Republican and you change or you define yourself as, you know, a Democrat, I'm, you know, like those really hard fucking things. And then you get so emotional behind it because it's like a part of your fucking identity instead I of it just think, being... Yeah, I think the title, though, is what makes those things so wrong. I think it's, the, it's like the values at the end of the day, the day that are important. It's not being a, le- being a lesbian is how I identify. It's not my personality. My personality yeah. is loving women with everything yeah. I have in yeah. my soul. <laughs> but, and like, essentially, those are the same thing. But you have to understand that underneath it all, it's like, 
I don't, it's like top is not even an identity. It's a label. Yeah. But like my personality is the kind of person that just wants to make other people feel good. Yeah. If you don't identify yourself with that, like identify as a lesbian, but if I decided to change, it's not going to make me feel any different because yeah. I haven't like put it as my identity. I haven't put yeah. being a whatever in the like, a verse switch it as an identity could change because yeah. it had changed. I wasn't always that. I thought I was like a soft top at one point. Yeah. And I wasn't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but like identities, you know? labels, and who you are as a person are three very different things. Yeah. Like I don't identify as a top because like it's not an identity, it's a preference, it's a label. I'm like yeah. this is what I like to do uh when we're naked. Like that's it. Yeah. It's not it's not an identity, it's not who I am, it's literally just what yeah. I like and what yep. I don't like. That's exactly. it. But being a lesbian is is an identity because I'm like I I am a yeah. I am a girl quotes who likes girls. Yeah. If that's not a that. that's yeah, that's not like just something I like. That's that's part of who I am. Yeah. I've used, I've used la different labels. I came out as queer mm -hmm. and my whole family was like, what? Like they didn't understand what it meant. Like, and I was like, fuck, I should have just said lesbian. <laughs> but I wasn't comfortable with the term yet. And I, I knew I, I wasn't bisexual. That, yeah. So I would always say like gay or like, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was really, I wasn't uncomfortable with it until I was on TikTok, like in yeah. like April or May. I was, it was, it's really crazy. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. So even with those labels, like I feel like I'll always stick with lesbian. Like I just have it in me. But like mm -hmm. I, because I had I had switched different ones. I I don't want it to be too close to where like let's say I you know I meet someone and and I'm like oh maybe I'm more pan or maybe this you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to keep it open because you just never know. For sure. All right. Well, we will go to the questions with the queer segment. Cool. We'll, fo we'll follow this whole thing about uh, about about sex and stuff. So this question comes from. Uh, baby gay they're 25 um and they say i'm listening to your podcast and i feel so seen and validated i've been having such a hard time fitting into this community having just come out mm -hmm. figuring out how to date and face this whole quote-unquote baby gay stigma i'm experiencing has been challenging to say the least wondering if you have any episodes or have any advice on having uh sex with a woman for the first time and navigating dating slash relationships as a newbie thanks again and thank you so much awesome awesome yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to start with the sex part because that tends to be more of my wheelhouse than dating. The first rule, all right, is you tell the person you're sleeping with that you have never done this before. And that is super duper important for two reasons. The first yeah. is uh, for your own comfort, confidence, and reputation, to be completely candid. Because like you don't want to go into something that you've never done acting like you've done it and then have it look like you're just bad at it. So please tell that person that you don't know what you're doing and let them help you. Mm -hmm. The second is consent. Yes. That person may not be comfortable being your first time. That is, that can be, it doesn't, not necessarily is by like societal means, but that can be a big deal to some people. And somebody might not want to be that person for you. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that, obviously. Um, so you have to communicate that. Please and thank you. My advice is going to sound super cheesy, but I'm going to explain why it's not. Um, my advice is to wait for the right person. And I don't mean that how you think I mean that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean that more like, I'm not saying wait for the person you're going to marry, wait till you're in love, like wait until you meet the one I'm saying you wait until you are with someone that you trust, mm -hmm. you are comfortable being naked with, because especially with someone you've like a kind of person you've never been naked with before, like that can yep. be a very, very new, scary experience. Yep. And third of all, that you are comfortable communicating with. 
Yep. And third and fourth, that is that you are comfortable letting touch your human. Like these are all things that people don't consider. Like people literally just think of it as like a oh, fuck, but there's like so yeah. many different aspects to it that you need to be comfortable with. Yep. So like it doesn't have to be someone you have a pre-existing relationship with. It can be somebody you met out at a bar, but something about them just makes you comfortable with them. Wait for that person. That person that you could tell, I do want this. I don't want this. I do like this. I don't like that. Somebody yeah. who having their hands on your body won't make you panic, won't make you uncomfortable. Someone seeing or even not seeing because like you can keep on whatever clothes you want. You can keep the yeah. lights on. You can stay under the covers. You can do whatever you need to do to make yourself yeah. comfortable. Yep. But make sure that you are comfortable and that you feel safe. That is the right person. That's what I will. That's what I always say. I definitely second that, uh, baby gay, and it will increase your confidence if you have those questions answered because it'll it'll ease the anxiety that comes with yeah. the different parts like you were talking about. If it eases yeah. the anxiety, then it'll help you, you know, be more yourself, which will give you more confidence in, in yeah. return. But it's not, it's not, people focus too much on like the being good at it. And yeah, I always it's not say, about that. I, it's, it's not, it, it's definitely not about that. But like being good at sex is understanding what makes sex good. Not necessarily yep. being physically talented. Like yeah. you could have the fastest motherfucking tongue in the world, right? Yeah. But if your girl likes it long, hard and slow, you ain't shit. You're not doing yeah. shit for exactly. her. Exactly. So First of all, sex is like 90% mental, straight it up. Like, it is. You can do whatever you want to someone's body, but if they're not into they're it, not they're in not in it. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So that's what you need to focus on is just being in the moment and enjoying yourself. Yeah. That's good sex. And if that person likes you, they're going to still enjoy the experience regardless yeah. if it's your first time or, or you mess up or there's mistakes. And that's a part of building intimacy too. Mm-hmm. Like I look back at like my first time and like, my first time with a woman was also someone who also didn't, it was their first time too. Okay. And so we both were kind of figuring it out, which built our intimacy and built our emotional, it built our foundation for the yeah. relationship. You know, the little, like the little, um, the flub ups and the, the fuck ups and the little mistakes yeah. and stuff like that are all like things that I remember like fondly about yeah. it, even though we're no longer together and I I am not in love with her. I don't want to be with her anymore. Like yeah. I think fondly of it because it, it was a true experience. Right. And so like, I would not be afraid of those things. Those things make the relationship great or the experience great, you know, especially if that other person is just as open and then just like, Oh God, like, Oh mm-hmm. no, you know, and you, and you learn from it and you communicate. So I would say, yeah, communication's key. I would say not to take yourself too seriously. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy the at the door. Enjoy the experience. Like yeah. I usually am someone who is not good at those kind of things, but I had waited mm. so long to come out that I was so ready, so ready to do it. And so ready yeah. to like fuck up too. I wasn't like thinking yeah. like I was going to be the man and be amazing or yeah. whatever. I was just like, I am just ready to have this experience and, yeah. and whatever comes like comes of it comes of it, yeah. you know? And yeah. like, that's kind of the mindset that I would go into it as. And so, yeah. And I think if you're new and you're dating, I would definitely like, you know, go on the apps, make sure that that person is, in fact, if you are in fact into women, I would make sure that they're into women. If it's something that's your first time, you know, like I make sure that it's, you know, something that if they just want to have an experience and you do too, make sure that matches up. So you're not, you know, if they want a relationship, that kind of, that kind of thing. I feel like it is more tedious at the beginning because you're so fragile at the beginning. I feel like as a baby gay. So that stuff affects you more than, I mean, it still affects you, but like, I don't know. I just, I'd be cautious. You get used to it. You develop develop a thicker skin. But 
the other thing, the other thing I want to say, and this is something that people tend to overlook a lot when it comes to like getting involved with a new partner is stop having sex with people you're not physically attracted to. Yeah. That yep. is a game. I have a friend, a good friend who we would talk about sex all the time for years and like very, very intimately and openly with each other. And this person had never had a positive sexual experience even wow. since coming out. Yeah. And I said to them, I was like, but are you attracted to these people? And they said, well, like, I think so. And then one time they had their first experience with someone they were actually like felt physical attraction to. And they were like, it was like fireworks. And I'm like, that's what you want. That's there's first of all, life is too short for bad sex. So if you're not having a good time, just leave. You can do that. Um, But second of all, there, you can have like just casual sex. Like you can just chill. Like you can literally fuck whoever you want for whatever reason you want. But the best sex is with the people you are actually physically attracted to. And I don't mean yeah. that you just find them hot. I mean, like, you feel physical attraction to them. Yeah. I had I, – I feel like I'm in the same boat as your friend. Like, I maybe had, like, two decent experiences mm-hmm. when I, before I was out of the closet when I was still, like, <laughs> dating men. And the rest <laughs> were, like, just awful. But I didn't realize how awful they were until, obviously, I had other experiences and I came out. I just mm-hmm. thought that my decent experiences were great. And my bad experiences were like C plus uh, yeah. until I realized what great, yeah, great sex was, great intimate stuff. And it, like, it, it is. It's too fucking short for that shit. And it, you know it on the inside. You know what I mean? Like, you know that it's it's not quite right. It's not what it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. It's not working out. You know? Yeah. There, there are so many signs. And yeah, it is too short to have that. So, baby gay, hope we helped you out with uh, yeah. our unqualified advice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sids is maybe more qualified than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a professional. I don't get paid for this. I should, though. You if you guys want to pay me to have sex with me, I'm okay with that. Anyway, you, you should start a YouTube channel because I there's not a lot of queer sex ed people that do stuff on. I mean, Stevie Bobby's probably one of my favorites. I've I remember seen, watching her as a baby gay. I, I used to have such a big crush on her, to be honest. Oh my god, um, me too. Who didn't look at wow. her? She is like, yeah, she's got the confidence, she's got the energy. She's yeah, like, the thing about Stevie's content that just differs from mine is that Stevie's very into like the technical aspect of it. She does. Yeah. And for me, sex is very much just mental. Yeah. You're more it's, cerebral in that effect. I agree. But that's the shit that nobody talks about, which is crazy to me because to me, it's the most important shit. Like, yeah, girl, I like it. I'm cerebral too. So I fucking feel yeah. it. I'm on, I'm on the same page. I'm like, if you want me and you make it known that you want me, you act like you want me, you react like you want me. It's good sex. I don't care. There we go. Like, <laughs> like, you don't have to be, like, particularly talented. It's not about talent. It's about, like, knowing what makes someone tick and using that against them. And using it against them. <laughs> that, I really didn't think you were going to go that route. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, knowing what they want and not giving to them, using it against them. Oh, I'm the biggest fucking tease in the world, but we can't get into that <laughs> because if my mom ever hears me talk about this. She's gonna um, yeet me out the window. Anyway, ah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. They don't get it. Okay. Well, we're gonna go to the lightning round. All I'm right. Cool. Ask you some questions, and you have to answer really fast. Ah, okay. Doc Martens or Vans? Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Air Forces. That's that's what okay, I. Okay. Air Force Ones. Let's go. Yeah. Um, flannels or Hawaiian shirts? Both at the same time. There we go. Uh, favorite queer movie? Oh fuck. Debs, maybe because I suck. Okay. My least favorite movie is Below Her Mouth. So I'm gonna say that. 
best part of that movie is the 15 seconds that Elise Bauman is in it. Oh my God. I know. I know that. I know because she's the one that works for the fashion. She works under her as like a fashion Mm -hmm. thing. She has like a small cameo in it. I know because I fucking love Elise Bauman. I love, like I, oh my God. I saw her walk past my place of work like two years ago. No. I, I didn't process it fast enough to like go outside and say hi to her. And so I remember, I remember watching her walk past, sitting there for like 20 seconds, and then walking out the door and just staring at the street, hoping she would come back. She, she seems so nice and like humble and like a good natured person. She seems like person. a lovely human being. Yeah, though. she really fucking does. Yeah. One day. One, One day, day. I'll cross One the day. border. <laughs> and I will see her. <laughs> Giving presents or getting presents? Yes. Both? Yes. Okay. Big spoon or little spoon? We already... About that, both I but. love being held, though. I'm not even gonna yeah. lie, <laughs> but I also love to hold, so like it really depends. There is something about being held. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, Sid, thank you so much for being on this podcast. If you want to um, find out more about Sid, you can find them at Sid's Lifting Face on TikTok and on Instagram. Anywhere, anywhere, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr, Spotify, YouTube. You got that brand, that brand. Yes, Look at that, yes, man. That's a good yes, brand man. right there. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please drop us a rating or leave us a little written review. Help us get discovered by more people just like you. That's it for this episode, my queers. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Be you, be queer, stay safe. We will see you on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>